Coming right up, a special edition of Straight Talk, the Port of Long Beach. Our guest tonight, the president of the Board of Harbor Commissioners, Doug Drummond, and Dr. Noel Hasigaba, acting deputy executive director of the Port of Long Beach, as we continue our 22nd anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight focused on the Port of Long Beach. Our first guest is Doug Drummond, president of the Board of Harbor Commissioners. Doug, welcome back to Straight Talk. Thank you very much, Art. Just by way of biographical background, Doug has given 45 years of public service to the city of Long Beach. He was appointed in August 2011 to the Board of Harbor Commissioners and elected as president by his colleagues in December of 2013, but he previously served for 29 years with the Long Beach Police Department, rising to the level of commander when he retired. He also was a city councilman, vice mayor, and candidate for mayor. So uh, you've done it all. I've had a good ride. Yeah. Well, now you are in this very responsible position as president of the Board of Harbor Commissioners. Uh, give us a sense of what, what's that like. It's a tremendous responsibility. I'm, I'm so honored to be there. Uh, our, our port is, is really a miraculous place. It started in 1911, so it's over 100 years old now, and it started with city bonds approved by the voters, and it has grown and grown and grown to the point now that it's the number two seaport in all of America, next to the number one in Los Angeles, and soon we will be number one. Wow. We'll, so we'll surpass them. But in addition to that, I have to say thank you to all the employees that have worked so hard there and all the former commissioners to make this an incredible city enterprise. So our founding fathers 100 years ago uh, had something that uh, was a good idea and which succeeding generations just expanded upon. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, a major construction project is underway, as I think many of our viewers know, uh, at the port. And uh, two things we want to focus on, the Middle Harbor and the bridge. And let's, let's show a picture of the Middle Harbor, which is a $1 billion-plus construction project. Yes, it is. And, and that Middle Harbor facility alone will, will really handle almost 3 million containers a year if it is running at capacity. And that would make it, by itself, the number three port in America. Just that part Just of our port. Just that part. Yeah. Well, th there's been a trend in the industry of going to larger and larger ships, having more and more containers. And those ships want to dock at larger and larger terminals. Absolutely. The new industry, the new industry standard is going to be very deep water, very large ships. They steam a little sh slower on schedule. They're much more fuel efficient. They're better for the environment. 
they're designed with cold ironing so they can plug into dock and not pollute the, the region. They are a magnificent piece of, of machinery. Yeah. And the new ones that we will be handling are too big for the enlarged Panama Canal. Wow, wow. So uh, even as that is being completed, in a sense it's out of date with the newest technology. Obsolete already. Wow. The other major construction uh, project, of course, is the rebuild of the Gerald Desmond Bridge. And explain first why this bridge needed to be rebuilt, and second, what it will do for the port and the environment and the community. The original bridge was, was a great design, but it, it has been hard used. And as a result, pieces are falling off the bottom of that bridge. It has to be replaced. And while we're designing a new replacement, we're looking ahead 20 years, 30 years, and we're trying to build it wider, taller, stronger, so it'll, it will last longer. And so those new larger ships can comfortably pass under the bridge. Believe it or not, the new larger ships will not be able to pass under that really? bridge. Really? They're going to be so large, it, it, but it isn't the bridge, it's going to be the channel. It, the narrowness of the channel at that location right now constricts them. So I, and yet, the terminals behind the bridge will still be very useful for, for ships that are slightly smaller. And the very largest ships then will go to a terminal outside of the bridge so they don't have to exactly. come under it. Well, uh, the result of this all will be that the Port of Long Beach will be one of, if not the most technologically advanced uh, port in, in the world. I believe we are right now. We, we are a engineering marvel. All of the larger facilities have been built out with landfill. And it is really incredible engineering that has allowed us to achieve this. People come from all over the world to look over the methods we've used to build Long Beach. We are truly a world leader. We talk about the reputation of the city. In the marine world, the port of Long Beach, which is the harbor department of the city of Long Beach, is truly well known. Well, uh, how long will it take to complete all of this construction, Doug? A, a little over half of the new Middle Harbor will be finished and open next fall. So that's right around the corner. Another three years after that before it's completely finished. But when it's opened next fall, it will be operating within that capacity level. The bridge, the bridge might be another three years being built. But it's, go, it's coming along quite well. And the bridge will... Uh, tower over the skyline of downtown Long Beach. It will be a landmark for all of Southern California, and at night it will be lighted. It will be a thing of beauty. Any idea of letting people climb up to the top like in Sydney? I hope not. Okay, <laughs> okay we'll be back and joined in the next segment by Dr. Noel Hasigaba. Stay with us. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives, 
we're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Hello, I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come. Welcome back to this special edition on the Port of Long Beach. We're joined now by Dr. Noel Hasigaba, who is the Acting Deputy Executive Director of the Port of Long Beach. Welcome. Thank you, Art. Give us a sense of the changes in the industry ongoing now. I think the big buzzword in the shipping industry is change. Over the last few years, we've seen an evolution, a significant change in the vessel size of carriers. Just to put that in perspective, Three years ago, the average size of vessels calling Long Beach was 8,000 TEUs. Which would be 4,000 containers. That's exactly right, 40-foot containers. These days, on a regular basis, we're seeing vessels that carry up to 12, 13, 14,000 TEUs. Wow. And that's a crew of maybe 20 on the boat that carries 6,000, 8,000 TEUs. That's about right, Art. So about there's right. enormous efficiencies then, and maybe transportation costs are going down per container uh, with these larger ships. Well, you nailed it. The whole reason behind these larger vessels is essentially economies of scale. The carriers are trying to contain their costs and they're trying to reduce the slot cost. The cost of each container to move it through the point of origin to the point of destination through the gateway. But what's important here is while the carriers are enjoying the efficiencies, the ports, which are fixed assets, are now required to upgrade our infrastructure, yeah. modernize our terminals, and make investments of our own. So this all needs to be a seamless uh, transportation system. That's exactly right. Any efficiencies that are accomplished by the carriers, by these vessels that are growing in size, it may be diminished if the ports at landside are not prepared. What is the forecast for, I know uh, historically there's been robust growth in the port, slowed a bit by the recession, but where do we stand now? 2013, last year, we had the first highest growth year over year. Really? Double-digit growth, yes. And that essentially put us back in pre-recession numbers. In 2014, we're seeing more modest growth. Uh, there was a projection that was uh, revealed just recently by the Los Angeles Economic Development Corporation, and they're projecting about 5 to 6% growth between both ports of LA and Port of Long Beach. So growth is certainly more modest. And uh, some of the challenges that we're facing here in Long Beach, of course, include the Panama Canal and Mexico and Canada. Speak to those competitive challenges. 
about half of our cargo is discretionary cargo art. That means that that cargo can go through any gateway. We realize that, and that's the reason why we've launched into this 10-year, $4 billion capital improvement project that President Drummond just uh, described earlier. In that time frame, we, our goal is to make ourselves even more competitive, to make sure that the carriers and the shippers that direct the carriers know that this is a gateway that will bring them efficiencies and that will get the cargo to the point of the destination as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Doug, I know the board is committed to uh, environmental sensitivity, and despite this growth in numbers, uh, there continue to be improvements in the environment. Absolutely. We, we are committed to be the green port, and we are. We've done a tremendous job. We've reduced air pollution nearby by 90%, and we're still working to improve what we've already accomplished. And some of the uh, environmental uh, projects include the clean trucks program and cold ironing. Uh, speak to those. That's correct, Art. Over five years, uh, we've reduced emissions. We've seen emissions drop by 81% which is unheard of. Every other port around the country and around the world is trying to duplicate what the Port of Long Beach has done. Would it be accurate to say that the Port of Long Beach is really the cutting edge worldwide in environmental sensitivity? We believe so. Uh, we are ground zero for all the advances, not just on the uh, environmentally sustainable side, but also in commerce and chassis and gate operations and everything in between. And we give a bonus to ships that slow down as they enter the port, which may cost them a few bucks because it's not quite as fast, but it has an environmental benefit to us. That's exactly correct, Art. In fact, slow steaming actually saves them money because it reduces the cost of fuel. So it's a double incentive. Why, why wouldn't everyone do it then? 95% of our vessels currently do that. Okay. Why the 5% doesn't? <laughs> That's just a good question. haven't got the word. There you go. And I uh, was touched to read in the background stuff you sent over about hybrid tugboats. I've never heard of that one before. That's uh, one of, the, uh, one of our, our, our most treasured uh, responses to the technology advancement program. Uh, we invest, we've invested millions of dollars over the years, and each year we continue to budget and make sure that that budget is funded so that we can invest in R&D that provides equipment and technology that is greener, more efficient, more sustainable. And you also have a requirement that only clean trucks enter the port and those are 2007 or later model diesel models. That's correct. And it's, a, it's significant because every day at the port complex there are 11,000 trucks. And all of those 11,000 trucks are 2007 or newer. And you have a program to help the, and a lot of the truckers are in business for themselves and they own their own trucks, and if they need to upgrade, there's a program the port has to help with the financing of the purchase of this new, more modern truck. That's correct. In, in 2006, when the Clean Trucks program was first initiated, uh, we, the Port of Long Beach, established partnerships with the federal government to secure grants to assist those uh, trucking companies that were operated by independent owners, and it's proved to be a great success. No, we just have a minute left with you. Anything final you'd like to say to our viewers? One of the things that I think it's important is that in addition to the commerce, in addition to the many jobs that we provide, the Port of Long Beach strives to be a good community partner. We've cleaned the environment, we've created thousands of jobs, and we are the economic engine of, of the region. And I think it's important for the viewing audience to understand that. No, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. We'll be back with more of our show after these messages. Thank you.
How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own in my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. Who needs this modern world? I can live just fine out here without the road rage and boy bands. Of course, I might miss my Charter HD with football on ESPN and Walking Dead on AMC. ESPN and AMC. And, well, Shark Week on Discovery HD. But that's all. AMC, ESPN, Discovery, TBS, and Comedy Central HD. But that's it. Except for HBO HD. Charter now has over 100 HD channels and more brilliant HD shows on demand than ever. We are back continuing our conversation with the president of the Board of Harbor Commissioners, Doug Drummond. Uh, Doug, this Los Angeles 2020 report that came out a few months ago that's proposing to merge the two ports, the Port of Los Angeles and the Port of Long Beach, uh, What's what's the board position on that one, I think I can guess? Uh, of course our board opposes it, as does City Hall. You know, but this is an interesting concept. The port's over 100 years old. In reviewing the history of the port, 100 years ago, Los Angeles City was trying to take over the Port of Long Beach. <laughs> they repeatedly come back, time after time, about a decade apart in, in their in their Take another run move. Yes, and it, it's absurd, really. The two ports are very competitive with one another. That's been good for international trade, good for both ports. It's been wonderful. But I think you, be, uh, you do compete, obviously, but I think you also cooperated. And I remember seeing at uh, Mayor-elect Garcia's uh, election night party, the mayor of uh, Los Angeles, Gil Garcetti, came down and spoke about how they want to cooperate in so many areas, which I had to interpret as including port matters. Absolutely, and we already do. We cooperate tremendously on security. We share ownership of the Short Line Railroad that handles all of the movements within the, both ports. We own a lot of the right-of-way right together. We, it, it just goes on and on. We've, we've cooperated together with, with the green trucks and, and all the other environmental programs. Yeah. We've shared a lot. Let's turn for a second to the Harbor Maintenance Fund, which is a, a federal program that distributes some money, and the formula was recently changed in a way favorable to Long Beach. 
I, I should say it's starting to become favorable. Okay. It's a tax of 0.0125 on the value of cargo. And between the two ports, we bring in for the federal government about $900 million. And we have received back over the last few years about 1%. As that money is being used to dredge ports on the East Coast and ports on the Gulf Coast that are competitors. And we want to use it for more expanded dredging. That's just been approved. There are other things we want to we want to have approved in, in the future. We'd like to have it approved for the expenditures of more on-dock and near-dock rail projects so that we can make this movement of trade from the ship inland more seamless, as you just And I'm sure our lobbyists are happily at work convincing the relevant congressmen that this would be a good idea. They are trying That's hard, and we are going back, and, and we are knocking on doors, and we Excellent. are trying to. The port engages in a rather substantial educational outreach program. I, I remember we did a show years ago where the port was given out scholarships. You've been doing that for a long time. We've been doing that for a long time. We have that cooperative relationship with Cal State Long Beach through their extension program. It's been a marvelous program. It's now being copied in other, in other areas, other countries even. And as well as that, we've now reached across to Long Beach Unified. We're trying to do, we are doing a, a newly planned cooperative program with the school district training teachers to make better use of information from the port. And of course, uh, inducing students to consider uh, taking courses and majoring in subjects that may lead to jobs in international trade, such as jobs with the Port of Long Beach. And I know that you've hired a number of our graduates at Long Beach State where I teach. And I might add, they're all good jobs. Excellent, excellent. And finally, let's talk about community outreach, because I know the port uh, wants to be considered and is in fact a good citizen in the greater uh, Long Beach community. I mean, aside from the uh, enormous economic impact of the port, uh, you want to take some of your revenues and just do some good things, whether it's midnight movies uh, on the beach, or maybe they're not midnight, but movies on the beach, and speak to a couple of the programs that the port supports that are a little bit not directly related to port traffic. We've done an enormous amount of outreach. We, have, we do uh, boat tours through the port on an annual basis, a number of them. We do an occasional rail tour for the public that's open to the public. We also do these community outreaches called Let's Talk Port, where we take the port's message into the community. We also support the other things, such as you said, the movies. Uh, uh, Martin Luther King Parade and so on. And, and when we're doing this, what we're trying to do is establish a much closer link with the public. We want the people in the city of Long Beach to understand the importance of the port and join us in being part of it. Well, well said. I always thought this is a little off the subject, but I always, my hope for downtown uh, instead of a shopping mall was always to have an international trade uh, uh, facility where where the countries that we trade with could have pavilions, kind of a mini permanent World's Fair. And to me, the beauty of the idea would be that each country would sponsor and pay for its own pavilion, and we could feature the customs, the culture, and the cuisine of each of our trading partners 
and have that down uh, downtown, but uh, uh, that never went anywhere. Well, it, but it's not far-fetched. It's, it's good thinking. And you know, we think to the future. World trade is so important to all of us. It isn't just jobs. It's bringing the whole world together. We're becoming a smaller world, a more closely linked world, a more cooperative world as a result of world trade. And I read somewhere in the background materials your staff sent that uh, there are more Chinese visitors to L.A. and more Chinese residents in L.A. than almost anywhere in the country, and they come in as tourists. That is really true. And, and we reach out to, we commissioners with staff, we travel to Asia, usually on an annual basis, and one of the most marvelous things that we see over there in the growth of world trade is a new kind of battleship building race, I call it. And that is the building of new, modern, beautiful cities. It's something to behold. It's a changing world, and world trade is a leading part of it. Well said. We'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I've started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our customer service center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. those who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. I think Long Beach is fortunate to have an entity in its midst, such as the Port of Long Beach, that's responsible for 300,000 jobs in the greater Long Beach community, and also a port that uh, is environmentally sensitive, where we're getting the best of both worlds, the economic growth, but also an improvement and a sensitivity to the need to protect the public health. So uh, uh, carry on with the, with the good work of the port. Uh, Thank you uh, very much. Those jobs reach across the country. Our, we, we deliver cargo to every congressional district in America that comes through this port. Yeah. It's, it's another story in a sense too. I, I see articles written once in a while, people complaining about the balance of trade because we have so many containers going back empty, but they forget. When Boeing delivers a 747 aircraft, it does not go in a container. When music and motion pictures and, and 
everything else comes out of our media world in America and goes all the way across the world. It doesn't go in a container. So our world trade is, is, is a little different in a lot of different aspects. But all together, it's an incredible growing thing. Not only that, our world trade, our balance of trade is recovering. We're coming back fast as we deliver more and more petroleum and natural gas products. And as, as the labor costs go up in China. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and some of our businesses are coming back. And some of our businesses coming back. Yeah. So it's all good. And it's good for the standard of living for every American. Well, what's on a cargo ship going through the port of Long Beach today is on your Walmart shelf next month. Something like that. Yes, it is. And in every other department store. Doug, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you at home for being our guest. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.